You're listening to On Stadium Boulevard with Lexi, presented by Blue by 90. Hi, guys, and welcome to the 10th episode of On Stadium Boulevard with Lexi and Josh. I can't believe it's been 10 episodes already. Like, where does this time go? It's It's been a blast. I'm happy, I'm so happy you brought me on to be a co-host, and I've had, yes. I'm always looking forward to recording every week, so it's going yeah, great. Yeah, this has been a great addition, and I'm very happy to have a partner, so. Sure. Um, all right, well, let's get right into last weekend. Uh, what a win. What first, a win. First win in Iowa City since 2005. I couldn't be more excited, you know, and putting that Kinnick Juju to rest, you know. I still don't know why they made it a noon game. That was like the worst thing in their favor they could have done. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We got lucky. We got so lucky there, but very happy. They played well. You know, it didn't, it, yeah, it didn't look pretty, but it, they still won pretty comfortably. I mean, yeah. And anyone, I mean, okay, a garbage time touchdown. Like, I, I don't even consider that. Like, we won by over two touchdowns. Yeah. Like, which I said, you know, at first I was like, okay, doesn't matter. Indianapolis, Iowa, like, we got this. Then the game starts, and my nerves were like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then, like, after we started mm-hmm. running, I'm like, I was never worried. First, the first <laughs> drive, they just took control. And um, oh my gosh, you yes. noticed the offensive line was healthy again, and you saw mm-hmm. that on the first drive. They oh, were, yeah. They, they, they were got, struggling there for a minute because we needed that O-line to be healthy. And they got a push, went right down the field. And, yeah, Blake was eating. Um, JJ was making some, kind of some simple throws. And that reverse to Ronnie was awesome. And oh, my gosh. That was so Definitely awesome. something I've noticed that we love to run those reverses, and they always work. And Yeah. And I think it's because we just do it. We don't do it often. And right. It's like, it, but every time, it's just shuts I think that says a lot about how good our wide receivers and our tight ends block, too. And yes. that's all that's all on Sharon Moore, coaching those guys up. Absolutely. And that's one thing that like, I've noticed is just like our tight end blocking, like it's just uh, incredible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and uh, Shoemaker is like really stepped up, um, you know, with Eric all being out. Right. So uh, it's just been really impressive to watch it all. But I'm you, can't, you, you can't be happier with how well Schoon's played since and Eric all's absence. He's been huge and he yeah. steps up and he's he might lead the team. In receptions in these past two games I, it's he's got to be up there he's been catching the ball a lot yeah well because you know i will say maryland did a good job covering our wide receivers right. and i think like that's what we adjusted to and just hit schoons every time and it's like Schoon was, okay. it was either schoon or blake like yeah they're against maryland and <laughs> right ball got spread around a little more against iowa but it was just an all-around solid performance. You know, you can't really complain much about going into that stadium and winning mm-hmm. because it's one of the toughest places in the country to play. Yeah. Well, I mean, and just to be up, what was it, twenty nothing, right? Off the bat, you know, well, really off the bat, but yeah, I know. But just to to put up that many points against Iowa's defense at home, and then I don't care what type of team it is to shut out anybody is impressive for that long. Right. So it was just a really high point so far for this season that it was, and it was really impressive to see and like made things feel a lot more comfortable. Okay, this team is really finding its identity now, and now we're gonna run, you know, on the on the ground running, you know, right. Um... Petrus, he had under 100 yards going into the fourth quarter. So we were, I know it's pretty easy to look good against Iowa's offense, but they just, 
even the pass rush, because I remember I had a tweet early in the game. I'm really concerned about this pass rush. And I don't know if they read that tweet or what. <laughs> they heard you. They heard <laughs> they you. They picked it up, and they ended up with four sacks. And uh, Yeah. Well, you know what, though? But that's been needed to be seen. And right. that's one thing we were questioning, and now they, have like, are starting to do it. So it's like, okay, like, this team is very, it's very aware, like, right. of what's going on and what's needed to be changing and doing it quickly. Um, I've noticed Mike Morris playing a little more on the interior, and I think he's playing really well there. You know, now he's quietly up to second in the Big Ten in sacks. He's got four on the season now and just can get in better every game. Yeah, I love it. There's so many quiet guys that are just killing it on this right. team right now. And it, it's just – it's great. Like, people are stepping up when they need to be. And, um, you know, we're not letting any injuries kind of hinder what's going on. So, right. uh, it's just so nice to see. I and love it. <laughs> we have – you know, we've had the injury bug. I'm not going to deny it. Mm -hmm. guys have stepped up though you've noticed yeah. it from the start of the and season. last year too i mean we watched it last season right there were injuries and you know people stepped up that needed to and got the job done and that's just all you can ask for you know to having backups like that so for sure for sure yeah well you know i'll say too and i know you said it here um that jj was just very confident and to be confident your first road game right at Iowa, like, it, I was thoroughly impressed with his performance. And you always wonder if the coaches maybe had a little bit of a short leash on him. But either way, he did a great job. I mean, mm -hmm. he was staying calm. Iowa was running their, you know, cover three, cover, cover four, kind of. And he was just taking what the defense gave him and mm -hmm. did it all game. He had a nice run in the first drive. And um, I, this has said a lot. Man, he can throw on the run. And that, know, and he I had a great it. play to Donovan, <laughs> which kind of put the game on ice um, to take the twenty nothing lead. Um, he's I, I don't I don't know if that was Donovan's design wrong. I think he kind of improvised and saw all that yeah. space in the end zone, and JJ saw him, and it was just per, a perfect ball. I, right I don't in. think that was the plan, and that's yeah. what like made it even more impressive to me because it's like okay, that play was like pro style. Like you watched right. the field, you threw it on the run. Like, okay, we see your potential. You got this. <laughs> we haven't seen that much at Michigan in the past, being able yeah. to like improvise like that and find a – Well, to be really quick impressive. on your feet, though, we haven't had a, a mobile quarterback like like this, you know, since Denard, right? Right, I mean, yeah. And it's that just can be, a, It's a good a threat to the run, I should say, not, you know, the can't run. Such a new dynamic, and it's just – it's worked out perfectly so far yeah. well it's the future of college and pro football let's be right. honest you know what i mean you need that no dual doubt. threat <clears throat> um yeah blake corb for heisman that, that's that's, <laughs> that's gotta be just the campaign we've got to push and rightfully um, so the whole rest of the season i mean yeah i mean you gotta at least kind of consider him you know he's back-to-back -back games he had a 243 against maryland 133 against a very good iowa defense and he, and you know what? I was and going into the season. I was concerned about short yardage situations. He's a he's doing so good in the short yardage. Like he he looks like Hassan sometimes on these like third and twos, third and ones, falling forward and just getting picking up the firsts when he needs to. Mm -hmm. You know, this was his first game. He averaged under five yards a carry. Yeah, yeah. and it was still four point six, which is very good. So right. Well, and it, it, it's just great because. You know, I think that with the injury that he had last year and right. kind of like stop, it's like, and, and and not only that, but Hassan was just monstrous. Right. So, you know, it was really all like 
the Haskins show and, 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 and it was great. And there were some times, but now it's like his time and he's just like, okay, I'm ready to shine. And he's going to make it, you know, make up for everything that he feels like he missed. I feel like, and he's doing an excellent job. Yeah, absolutely. He's showing he can be that workhorse back and, and, and can be reliable in any situation. I mean, I saw some Ohio State fans are like, ain't going to lie. Like, I'm like, yeah, well, he might be better than Haskins. So you better he's, buckle up. <laughs> that he had a, I mean, his last touchdown to make it 27-7, juking out. Who might want someone who might be the best linebacker in the country just casually <laughs> getting like juked, like oh. pulling a little juke on him and bouncing into the end zone? It's he's so good, and I'm so happy that just ever since Mike Hart's been hired, he's the mm -hmm. running game has been a lot different. And he well, and you've so seen great. the comparisons like between right. them, and I think that it is such an excellent comparison. And what, what better person to coach someone that you're like than that person himself? So, I mean, even in Pass protection, he looks like you know he brought he's little, so he he's just kind of blocks low, and he's he does a beast. He does everything right, and you can't have a better running back one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was, it was it's been great. It's only gonna get better. Um, so yeah, well, let's go around like what happened in the rest of the Big Ten last weekend. <laughs> it, the Big Ten West makes no sense. No, absolutely none. <laughs> I just was last like, week. wait, who is this Minnesota team? What the hell? <laughs> just last week. Oh, Minnesota's going to win the Big Ten West of these, <laughs> and then they go and lose to Purdue. It makes no sense. Right. you got six teams sitting at one and one. And what's weird is to think the one team in the Big Ten West that doesn't have a win in conference play, Wisconsin. A team that's normally dominating the Big West. And it's all it's all backwards, upside down, and I really couldn't tell you who's going to win know, that division. You know, it it just it sucks because we're just so stacked in the East, and we mm -hmm. beat ourselves up, and then you get these teams that clearly don't ever deserve to be in the Big Ten championship right. game. Let's be honest. I don't right. care what you know. Any West Big Ten West fans listening, you guys stink. Okay, and when eventually we hopefully go to all one you know, league or division and conference and just play everybody that and you guys you're going to see the same it. teams yeah. in the, in the big 10 championship. And, and it's going to be more majority of the East every time. And the big, the, the big 10 West has yet to win, has yet to win since they've realigned. And <laughs> yeah. Right. And just... I mean, to be fair, Ohio state's been a force to be reckoned with, but guess right. what? Like, you know, we've had some blowout games against them, but we've had close ones all those years that, like, we right. still, like, we never, like, there's a couple blowouts, but, you know, same thing Michigan State kept it close in some and whatnot. Penn State, but none of the West ever does. So, no. it's the, except for that Purdue one per year. What, that one per year where they, like, <laughs> right. out of the, nowhere decided right. to play, like, the best team in the country. And we we always appreciate that. Thank you, Purdue and Iowa. But yeah, I appreciate you guys, though. Sorry. doesn't happen often. <laughs> no, not enough. But, um, Illinois looks good. They look. So real I good. saw, like you said on Twitter, that their fans started chirping. They started to chirp football? me a little bit. Am I oh, hearing football. that right? They're like, "Oh, we're gonna be nine and one going into the big house." I'm like, you know, I hope you are. I really do. But come on, yeah, it's not basketball well, season yet, guys. Yeah, and I and, and that is is so true. But it, they're playing pretty good. And I'm kind of shocked, like, you know, I mean, for Illinois, I should say, they're playing good for a team of the West that normally is bottom right. tier. They're playing really good. So I know I had them literally last in the Big Ten West. I had them winning too. one game in the Big Ten, and, and that was against Indiana. And <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm shocked, to, I, to say the least. They look they look really good. Um, Chase Brown's a very good running back. So 
they it'll be in it'll be interesting to see how if they're even ranked coming into the big house because it's there's a possibility. Which that would be great um, if, if they are. You know, great resume, great resume builder. <laughs> great. Usually, great. Uh, usually they only do that with SEC schools too. Though let's let's be honest. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so Penn State. I, I, I was really high on them last week, and now I'm not. <laughs> Five I turnovers just, at home. I can't believe it. I understand the weather stunk, but still five turnovers against probably the worst team in the Big Ten. Dude, yeah. It's got to be a little concerning. I mean, I think that's kind of the blueprint to beat them. They, they seem like they could be a little turnover prone, and I think Sean Clifford's kind of always been a little bit like that. But Yeah. I agree. No, but I, I, like I said, I was shocked though because Northwestern is not good, and like yeah, and so it just it made them look beatable again because they were kind of on a little bit of a tear. I mean, right? And only thirty three points against Central was a little sus, but um, I, I think you know I was, and I still am. I shouldn't say that I'm in any way type of confidence, but. You know, I feel a lot better knowing that if some team like that can make them turn over the ball, that our defense can do the same. Oh, for sure. And <laughs> it really just kind of depends which Sean Clifford shows up to the game. And Yeah. I know. I just wish this was a night game. Like, I, amazing I saw, out at noon. I was it's so boring. I was expecting it to be noon, but I'm still just so disappointed. Even 3.30 would have been cool. Like, you know, because then by the right. nighttime, it'd be, or it'd be dark by the time the game was. Some under the lights, you know. And yeah. Well, I, I mean, know they're honoring the the 1997 champions right. too, so that I don't know if maybe that played into it, and they didn't want to like wait all day. But I just feel like that that could have even meant for more for a night game to me. I believe that's when they're dedicating the uh, car tunnel to that oh, same yeah. game. So that'll, oh, be that'll be a fun one. To, that'll be a fun one to be at. It's going to be a lit atmosphere no matter what because it should be a top ten matchup. But. Yes, it should. Let's go. Game day should be there. We already know Big Noon's going to be there. <laughs> right. they, they, oh, they come in Arbor every weekend. But I, honestly, I can't. I am over it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'll say, like at least Urban has had some pretty unbiased takes because he's had to say Michigan's mm-hmm. good and like has probably hated every minute of it. But at least I can respect like honesty. And I love Gus and Joel enough that. You know, yeah, that's enough that. said. Like, I'll I go to the game and then I'll come home and watch it if they're announcing that. You right. know what I mean? Right. But uh, so Penn State is in two weeks from now, but this weekend we're playing Indiana. Yes. Ma'am. So you still getting trap vibes like Indiana always seems to be. I feel like they're just something terrible this year, so I don't really know what to call it. <laughs> Three years ago, yes. This year, not as much. You know, last time we went. Because we've in the Harbaugh early in the Harbaugh era, we struggled in Bloomington, fifteen and mm-hmm. seventeen. We went to overtime, but oh yeah, God, that was nerve wracking. Last time we went to Bloomington, Nico had four touchdowns, and we kind of took care of business <laughs> pretty easily. And I don't think they're it's not twenty twenty Indiana. So yeah, well, what do you what do you, what do you think that should happen? Should should we let JJ make it rain, or should we be feeding on the ground to Blake? I want to do a little bit of both, but. I think this is a game to let JJ cook. You, Indiana is last in the Big Ten in mm. pass defense, or are they worse than Michigan State? I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> that's such a great problem to think about, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but I think you got. I think this this is time to let JJ let it fly. Show he's yeah. 
But, well, I mean, we're getting, you know, now three games in a conference play. You right. got to start letting him cook soon because you want him heated up and ready to go by the time we play even Michigan State. I don't care. We're probably going to hopefully towards us that secondary, but you still got to be prepared to play them. Right. And you want him to be on fire by the time we get to Ohio State. So. And I don't want to say they had a leash on him against Maryland. More Maryland just did a very good job. But yeah. there, there was definitely a leash on him and against Iowa, which you naturally should do. Yeah. This is well, that wasn't where... a game to go off on. We, you know, we right. talked about that. Just play good football and, and control right. the tempo. And Blake's going to still get his. I think he's, yeah. he can still run for at least 100. <laughs> right. Wow, and J.J. Cook, they have a pretty bad defense. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not too worried. So gives us another weekend to stay at home, too, and prepare for the next few weekends okay. after that. Oh, we got that, a bye week. We got a bye week after Penn State, but in between Michigan State. So does Michigan State. Oh that's my gonna, gosh, what a miserable two be, weeks that's gonna be. Maybe not as much because they. Michigan. It's State still gonna be miserable because they're even more miserable now. <laughs> oh my gosh, just. It's so bad. Just please kick their ass. I know. Make just it worse than 2019. Ass. I'll be so happy. I'm not. They're gonna give us our best. Their best game. We know that. Yeah. But. There's never a guarantee for me for that team. I don't never. care. They could be terrible, and we've watched them be like the most terrible team ever and still beat us. So it's just man. God. So, no, but just, it's they just be better good. be ready. Yeah. But yeah. Indiana should be pretty stress free. Um, well, I guess we'll see for sure, but I'm not too worried about this game. Yeah, me neither. I think, like, you know, just like Iowa, go take care of business. You know, head down, focus, and, and it shouldn't be a problem. Maybe they're tired from two straight road games. I don't see that happening with this team. Um, no, they're also so. invested. They're too invested to, to right. let anything slip right now. It's, right. It's they know they know how they know how big the stakes are ahead of them, and I know they're looking their chops at a possible eleven and zero versus eleven and zero matchup with Ohio State. So, oh, my heart is already like. <laughs> Just thinking about it right now, and we still have a ton of work to do. But just thinking about it gives me butterflies. Like, man, I don't really remember two thousand the two thousand six one. So, I this know. would be the, the easily the biggest game of my life. Oh, for sure it would. Well, what's your prediction? What do you what do you think is going to happen score wise next week? Or uh, I honestly think Michigan's going to. I'm going to say forty five fourteen. I don't think it's going to be particularly close. Indiana's pretty bad, so. Yeah. They lost to Nebraska. I had 45-10, so it's close. <laughs> it's JJ's going to throw for a couple. I hope he runs for one, and I think Blake's still yeah. going to eat, even if they do let JJ cook. Blake's going to get his. So Yeah, it's going to be a good, a good game. I'm I'm happy Edwards is back. That's what I'm just so happy you, for. You, you, I mean, he had that, such a big impact last game. He right? did, yeah. and I just thought, touchdown. thank God he's here because that's why the win against Iowa felt comfortable, and I truly believe that Right. because he was yeah. just on the field presence. Just did everything we asked of him, and as, as, as I was saying, we use him in the passing game, and that's exactly what they did. Yep. So, yeah, Michigan All should right. jump <laughs> right. Well, this concludes the tenth episode. Um, any last words for our listeners, Josh? Um, well, looks like we can be bowl eligible this week, so let's just make that happen. <laughs> right. First step to the, success, the to the successful season. There, there's other teams in the state that are kind of worrying about that. So Yeah, yeah. Not us though. Not but us. uh make sure you follow me, go blue lexi117 and Josh UM at UM fan. 
Ogdale and Blue by 90 at Blue by 90 on Twitter uh, for all our information on Michigan sports. So we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Go blue.